Hello, everyone. Shirley here. Today's podcast is a little different. It is something I only do once a year. Rather than interviewing a guest, I will be sharing with you my current thoughts on DAVI, our growth framework for small government contractors to help you grow purposefully and profitably in the complex, highly regulated, but opportunity-rich federal marketplace. There's plenty of help for companies when you first get started with government contracting. There's the SBA, the PTAX, SBDCs, SCORE, and plenty of consultants that cover the basics, how to sign up with SAM, FBO, get a socioeconomic certification, and write a proposal. But what comes next? You have a contractor too, but how do you grow and really create market value? That's what I'm focusing on today leveraging your hard work, and developing the discipline and capacity to take your business to the next level. First, a little background. I formed Skelta Market in 2012 out of frustration. When I was growing my own IT services company in the government marketplace for over 15 years, I couldn't find advisors who understood the contractor's view of government contracting in addition to the government's view. Most consultants focus on how the government acquires products and services, and that's good, but there's the other side. There's the, so what? What does that mean to my business? Which opportunities should I pursue? Which contract vehicles should I get on? What are my unique strategies for success? And what organizational thinking, resources, and processes will catapult my company forward in this very unique market? So I've spent the better part of the last nine years researching academic studies, compiling best practices from the field, thinking, documenting, and advising others on what I learned. The result is the DAVI framework. DAVI stands for Data, Analyses and Action, Value and Validation, Investment, and Execute and Evaluate. I'm going to share this entire structure with you today. This discussion is about how you can change your thinking and your actions to achieve your revenue and profitability goals in this vast, often frustrating, but rewarding federal market. I'm Shirley Collier, and this is Growth Masters Federal. Let's dive in. Many of you have heard the adage, Thoughts lead to words, words lead to actions, which turn into habits, and habits are our lives. Our goal is to develop good habits, those that will produce consistent, positive results. And it starts with your thinking. Most CEOs are stuck, doing the same things, working very hard, but producing less than desirable results. So what distinguishes highly successful small government contractors from those who languish? We've identified six categories of thoughts and actions that are practiced by outrageously successful small government contractors. And by success in this context, I mean that they have consistently achieved their revenue and profitability goals year in and year out. 
There are no wild swings in annual revenue, their CPARS ratings are high, and their turnover is low. People love working for these companies. And of course, the owners are happy and are making money. If this is your idea of success, let's explore this framework a little further. The first category in the Davy framework is defined by the letter D for data, market data, rather than guessing or relying on hearsay. You want to answer the questions, who in the federal government buys what we sell? How and when do they buy it? From whom? Fortunately, there's a lot of public data on historical procurement transactions, as well as forecast and market research the government is conducting on upcoming procurements. Data is your best friend. It helps ensure informed decision-making. The next category is A for analyses and action. This is the hardest part. The data on federal procurement is voluminous. You must discipline yourself to analyze the data, draw relationships among the transactions, fill in the blanks, which there are numerous, and determine where you're going to focus your precious resources. The first step is to prioritize the opportunities, contract vehicles, and agencies. And for each prioritized opportunity, devise a strategy. Are you going to attempt to win a prime contract, subcontract to others, perhaps form a JV? Is there enough information to even determine what your strategy will be? If not, How will you find the answers to your questions? There is another A in this category, actions. What steps will you take to qualify these opportunities and what are your decision-making criteria and process for determining whether to pursue any given opportunity? Federal proposals are extraordinarily expensive, so you want to have a pretty good chance of winning long before submitting a proposal. Successful companies commit this decision-making discipline to writing. They also document what they're going to do, who is going to do it, when are they going to do it, and just as importantly, when do we cut bait? When do we walk away? The end result of these first two categories of thinking, analyses, and actions is what we refer to as your federal BD playbook. It should be forward-looking, the opportunities, contract vehicles, and agencies you will target, and the actions you will take over the next 18 to 24 months. The third category of best practices in the Davy framework is symbolized by the letter V. It is about articulating and validating your value propositions, meaning what does your customer value about your product or service? What is the job the agency needs to have done? What is their struggle? Tuning into this helps small contractors sell innovation and change. Federal decision makers are risk averse, but if the pain of the status quo is strong enough, they will embrace a new solution. I suggest to any of you who are interested in this concept of defining the job that needs to be done to read the excellent book entitled Competing Against Luck by Clayton Christensen. And once you tune into your value proposition, meaning how to perform the job that your customer needs to have done, you need to tout your differentiators to perform that job and back it up with facts and figures. Past performance, 
statistics on results, demonstrations, samples, and customer testimonials. Even as a small business, you can establish market eminence through public speaking, serving on boards, and winning awards. These all help reduce decision-making risk on the government side of the equation. We need to take a break. We have covered the first three categories of best practices. When we return, we will cover categories four through six of the Davy Growth Model. Don't go away, we'll be right back. Today's discussion is brought to you by Scale to Market, and your host is Shirley Collier. Scale to Market helps businesses think, plan, collaborate, and prosper in the federal marketplace by developing and executing comprehensive, data-driven business development playbooks, and by partnering with business owners and executives to help their companies achieve profitable and sustainable growth in the federal marketplace. Growthmasters Federal is a nationwide community of growth-oriented government contractors, their owners and executive teams, and the professionals who support them. The mission is to share experiences and discuss timely topics on planning and executing the most effective growth strategies in the complex, highly regulated, but opportunity-rich federal marketplace. And now back to our podcast on the Davy Growth Framework for Federal Business Development. Welcome back. Okay, so we've covered three categories of winning thoughts and actions by small federal contractors that we have synthesized into the Davy framework. D is for data, A for analyses and action, and V for value propositions and validation. The fourth category is I for investment. Investment in people, systems, activities, and relationships. I wish I could tell you that you don't need money to grow, but I would be lying. Successful companies invest strategically and specifically in the people who will perform the sales and marketing activities we've been talking about and the resources they need to perform their jobs. Many small service providers try to get their billable people to also do business development. That rarely works. Not to say that you shouldn't leverage your billable people's relationships and human intel. You definitely should. But federal business development is extraordinarily time-consuming and requires dedicated, skilled, and motivated professionals. Companies that hire and invest in the right people see significant returns on their investment. But in addition to folks who will be doing the sales job, there are market research and marketing communications jobs to be done. These are critical supporting roles that help the sales team stay abreast of market changes and perform such jobs as keeping the company website updated, developing capability statements, and managing social media. Now, these jobs can be outsourced or performed by part-time staff in very small businesses, but someone has to perform these jobs in businesses of all sizes. This distinguishes companies that are serious about business development from those that are not. And this is critical. Successful small government contractors typically have at least one owner who is actively engaged in business development. It can't be outsourced or delegated completely when you're still small. Nothing opens a door like the founder or CEO passionately articulating the company's value. 
Successful businesses also invest in the systems that support those who are performing these valuable functions. These systems include data aggregation tools, sales management, CRM, and proposal management software. These tools, when utilized properly, make the business development process more organized, informed, and efficient, and that translates to a substantial return on investment. The E in the Davy Growth Framework stands for Execution and Evaluation. Let's look at each of these separately. I love the saying, execution eats strategy for breakfast. Implementing carefully thought out plans is hard. Let's talk about what execution means in this context. At this point, you have performed market research and have prioritized upcoming opportunities, contract vehicles, and agencies. You have determined strategies for each opportunity and who is going to do what to qualify those opportunities. And you've documented your decision-making criteria. You have clearly articulated your company's value proposition, which is backed up with facts, figures, and testimonials. You have hired good people and provided them with the tools they need to do their jobs. Now what? How do you pull the trigger and start producing results, which means winning profitable government contracts? There are six categories of execution activities. The first is to communicate the BD plan both internally and externally to your company. Sharing and obtaining buy-in from key staff and stakeholders in your company, like the BD team, sales, capture, marketing, and proposal folks, of course, but also from the people in your company who provide services to your customer base and those who provide support services like human resources, accounting, contract management, and customer service is critical. Growing a small business is a team sport. It requires that everybody is on board. External communications are equally important. I see many fabulous small companies with unique products and services, but they're almost unheard of. They have little more than a website, and they believe they can respond to public solicitations and be successful. Their probability of winning a contract is about 10% at best. They will have to submit 10 proposals before winning one if they're lucky. Proposals are very time-consuming and expensive. This is not a sustainable strategy. You must sell to government decision-makers and team with others well before a solicitation hits the streets. This means direct and indirect communications. Giving sales presentations in the government, they are called capability briefings, but also writing white papers, blogs, newsletters and articles, public speaking, podcasts, and webinars. There are many ways to communicate your value to market leaders, whether they be in the government or in other companies. The second related principle in the execution category is team building starting with rallying the troops internally. There's a natural tension between the promise makers, meaning the people in business development, and the promise keepers, meaning the people who deliver on those promises in the form of the company's products and services. Business development might be the tip of the spear, as they like to say, but others in the company launch the spear and harvest the spoils, so to speak, (laughs) 
if we were to carry the analogy forward. Companies consist of hunters, farmers, gatherers, bankers, town criers, counters, helpers, nurturers, lawmakers, and cops. When these roles are focused on a common mission and rewards are aligned with accomplishments, it's magical. That's when your company grows and prospers. And speaking of team building, establishing teams that consist of other companies and individuals is also critical to success in the federal marketplace. Teaming is the name of the game. Primes and subs, large businesses and small that actively and strategically partner with one another to pursue large federal contracts are winners. The federal government has a social agenda as well as a desire to buy the best products and services at the best price. It is important to understand both objectives, especially as the federal government moves increasingly toward category management procurement practices. The next three categories of execution activities are sequential. Focus, achieving milestones, and accountability. First, focus. It's very easy to chase rabbits or shiny pennies. It's exciting, but not always wise. The discipline to stay the course, what Jim Collins in his best-selling book, Good to Great, calls the hedgehog effect, is not easy. The federal sales cycle is long, sometimes years long. So determining and achieving milestones along that path gives everyone a sense of accomplishment and renewed commitment to continue forward. Accountability in business development is rarely practiced properly in the federal marketplace, in businesses of all sizes. But successful companies align responsibilities, achievements, and rewards for all of the business development roles, sales, marketing, capture, proposal, and relationship building. Those who don't hold up their end of the bargain must be held accountable for the sake of morale, cohesiveness of the team, and results. The last element of execution is market diligence. New data is available daily. It can be in the form of official announcements as well as informal conversations. The federal market is huge and volatile. Contract vehicles are being consolidated and procurement policies, practices, and regulations are in a constant state of change. Companies that have their ears to the ground and take a disciplined approach to monitoring current, relevant market data will prosper. The final E in the Davey framework is evaluate. Measuring progress towards goals, measuring the return on investment in BD dollars, and making changes as necessary. Now, I have emphasized discipline and staying the course, but the ability to objectively evaluate your plan and the results and take a different path takes courage. Many business owners think that changing course is a sign of weakness. When done properly, I think it's a sign of strength. Before we close, I want to share with you my observations as well as the feedback of others on what it takes to follow this framework and truly achieve sustainable growth. Leaders in successful small businesses exhibit certain traits. I have asked them to share their wisdom, and this is what they said. Number one, when undertaking a new direction or plan, 
Ensure that it is in sync with the day-to-day realities of your business. No one understands your business, your people, and work culture like you do. Number two, think of micro-steps. Big, disruptive changes rarely work. Incremental changes over time are more sustainable. Number three, discuss obstacles. What could possibly go wrong? And things always go wrong. But when they do, you will already know how you're going to handle it. Number four, know why you want to grow your business. Really, why do you care? You will hit adversity. Knowing the deep internal reason you are growing your business helps you propel yourself and others forward. Number five, believe in yourself and your team. Believe that together you can achieve your big goals. And after you take the first step and begin to see results, it reinforces your belief that your goals are achievable. And number six, to offset our normal negativity bias, feed positive experiences to your team daily. Progress tracking is important and encouraging. Have milestones and metrics. Meeting goals becomes a record of progress. We're doing really good things and we're moving forward. Focus on work and outcomes. I would like to add two more observations. The first is use the consistency principle to your advantage. We want others to see us as consistent in our actions and our words. This principle can make us put on blinders, double down, and dig into a hole rather than being open to reality and the truth. But this same principle can fuel beneficial statements. I am committed to making this happen. We will do this. These statements trigger the consistency impulse. The more there are people who see our actions, the more we will take those actions. And secondly, practice rituals and develop good habits, which is how we began this discussion. Habits are the things we do repeatedly on a daily basis. We don't think about them. Those actions move to the primal part of our brains and become automatic, like brushing our teeth. The majority of what we do on a daily basis are habits. It's a way for our brains to preserve energy. Rituals, on the other hand, are the things we say or do and want to happen on a daily basis, but we do them intentionally. There is awareness associated with rituals. Rituals help us form habits. My final tidbit of advice is to rely on structure, people, and practice to ensure your dreams come true. More than just willpower, be smart, do the hard work, and make it happen. If you would like a PDF of the Davy graphic that depicts this framework that we've been talking about, please contact me at scollier at scale2market.com. This is Shirley Collier, wishing you much success. Thank you for joining us today. For more information on how to grow your business in the federal marketplace, reach out to Shirley Collier at scollier at scale2market.com, visit our website at scale2market.com, that's scale2market.com, 
and subscribe to the Growth Masters Federal channel on Apple, Google, or wherever you got your podcasts. Join us again soon for another informative Growth Masters Federal podcast and find something to smile about today.